Hi, I'm Nigel Baker, and you're listening to The Future Financial Advisor. We're running this podcast to create an avenue for advisors to share their thoughts and their, their best interests and really trying to attract those advisors who want to take the industry forward. What we want is great businesses are really making a difference and really making a big impact to their clients, and we want to know how they're doing it. So in this series, we're going to be discussing the latest digital platforms, some best practices, evidence-based investing strategies. We want to give financial advisors the tools they need to help more investors improve their financial well-being. So if you're ready to take the industry forward, modernize your advisory practice and reach a new generation of investors and the new generation of advisors, then this show is for you. So all our recordings and podcasts are general advice. All the content, all the people interviewing here, it's all their own opinions and all their own views. In no way does it constitute any personal advice or recommendations. If you need specific advice, please go and seek an advisor. Thanks very much. So welcome to today's podcast. We're all starting to plan the year ahead and get back into our business lives. For many, if you've opened up the papers or for the first time, you're probably looking at the markets and think, well, what's going on? And when this happens, the noise, the media really, really love it. Because if you have headlines that say markets are going to crash, well, that's going to sell papers. They love to grab quotes of people who are doomsayers and are predicting things. Let's talk about a few things. Are forecasters and predictors ever right? What is actually going on in markets and how to put this in perspective? And let's look at the returns from last year and just see how your portfolios might have performed. Number one, let's look at the forecasts and, and predictions. There's some, you know, some so-called experts who, who love being quoted, of course, in the papers and, and the journalists grab their quotes and say the markets are going to tumble 30, 40%. And let's just put a bit of that in perspective. So if we look at some of the forecasts over the last 10, 20 years, we'll publish some of this data, but it's, it's very rare for forecasters to be accurate. As recently as this time last year, almost every forecast was wrong, but it's not just when there's volatility. It's, it's quite surprising how many of these so-called experts get it completely wrong. So when you're listening to these experts and quotes in the media and the news, just look at their, their data first. And yes, it's good for them to come out and say, oh, I think this is going to happen. But if you look at their track record, maybe you shouldn't put any weighting on their view. So that's number one, beware of forecasters. Unless they really, really know what's going to happen in the future, then you really can't rely on forecasts, unfortunately. Number two, just put, putting some things in perspective. The markets, you know, markets have fallen a bit. After just a strong run last year, there's talk of inflation. And these things happen. This is what markets do doesn't mean you change your strategy overnight. The whole idea of a successful long-term portfolio is to remain disciplined through the, the ups and downs. You don't want to be making knee-jerk reactions and, and reacting to the noise in the media. Unfortunately, you've got to get used to this. This is what markets do. If you're well diversified and have a sensible strategy, you're going to be okay. There is a bit of inflation going on around the world. There's talk of interest rates going up, and that could be okay. But that's okay. We've had a, a long period of very low interest rates. It's probably a better thing that interest rates increase a little bit, but it could be a little bit shaky for the next few months. There's talk of invasions and wars and things like that. And that's always a bit frightening as you pick up the papers. And is that different? Well, perhaps not. If we look at the, the news over the last 10, 20 years, I mean, it wasn't that long ago. I was lucky enough to travel through Europe in the early 90s. And, you know, Berlin Wall was still up. I mean, these things aren't that long ago. They talk about all this tension in the world, but really the world's in a much better place than it has been for a long time. Yes, there's a bit of tension going on. We're not dismissing that. But these things do unravel. And let's hope it doesn't create more significant wars or, or battles that are perhaps unnecessary. So these things do happen all the time. It's not that different really to the past. If you did want to sell shares because you're worried, then what are you going to do with that money? You know, unless it's part of your rebalancing, then it just doesn't make sense to make huge changes. There's no evidence of people timing markets accurately either. You know, unless you're in the wrong strategy to start with, then you really shouldn't be making a significant change right now. And obviously right now, if markets do fall a bit and you do have a bit of cash, then it's not a bad time to add into your portfolio. The thing to remember is that cash rates are still low. They're increasing. So the return you're going to get from dividends and the like from other assets is still probably going 
going to be a lot better. So those returns, this, there might be a bit of volatility in the price. Your income levels are certainly looking a lot better now than they were over the last two years. And you've got to turn down the noise. I mean, the media, well, obviously we look at it, we read a lot every day, but you've got to make sure that you put it in perspective that the media has got an objective. I'm saying there's some fantastic journalists out there. Both the sensationalism of it all is wants you to react a bit and wants you to be a bit nervous. And, and the industry doesn't mind that because they don't want, they want you to chop and change and people will come out with new products and things. They want you to move to their product because it's going to perform better in a tough market. And again, you've got to be really careful about looking at the evidence of all that. Now, there's another big quote that's been going about this. if January is a bad month and the rest of the year is bad. There's been some big articles about that. And again, let's just look at the data. So there's been some research done back to 1950. There have been 28 years in which January produced a negative return. This is US data. And the average loss for that month was 3.6%. So quite a heavy fall in January. However, over those 28 years, the average return of the following 11 months was 5.4%. It actually is a myth if January falls and the rest of the year falls. So again, when all these big quotes are put out there, you just got to look at the data and it's often there's nothing not much behind those big quotes. It's just people creating noise. All right, so the third thing I said we'll look at is the performance from last year. So you, we're just going to go through the Scientium um, portfolios quite briefly. High growth portfolio had a return of 22.59%. Over 10 years now, that's 13.5%. The growth portfolio had a return of 17.4%. And over 10 years now, it's 1177 So these are pretty good numbers. The moderate growth sustainable fund. So this is a fund that we released last year with a sustainable fund. It's 100% sustainable ESG funds. Had a return of 14.87% last year. This is to 31 December. And over 10 years now, 11.27. Even though we've been running that portfolio for a year, we're able to track the actual fund performance for over 10 years. The moderate growth, non-sustainable. So just the same asset class mix, almost identical return, 14.88. So very interesting there, the sustainable fund. And the non-sustainable fund, I suppose, very similar return, same asset allocation. Your balanced fund, which is your 60-40 typical type fund, one year 12.4% over 10 years now that's 10.02 and then if we just go down to the conservative fund which isn't as commonly used but we do have some portfolios in there it's a very very uh, high weighting to fixed interest and cash had a return of 5.64% still a lot better than the cash rate if you're not wanting too much exposure to growth assets and over 10 years 6.02 again much better than just a cash account so when the market moves a couple of percent in a month we've got to put in perspective for long-term returns if you're in a relatively high growth portfolio your 10-year returns now are in the 10s and 11s so great results you've got to stay invested you've got to keep discipline shouldn't be making knee-jerk reactions just because of some short-term news. Hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Please subscribe, follow us, and leave any comments. Thank you. You've been listening to the Future Financial Advisor. So if you've been enjoying the show, please make sure to share it with your network and leave a review on your favorite listening platform. Or if you've got some ideas or thoughts or would like to come on as a guest or know someone who would be a great guest, then please let me know. To learn more about Scientium, just go to our website, scientium.com.au or look me up on LinkedIn. Look forward to speaking with you and see you on the next episode.